Welcome, Revelation Wellness friends. Thank you for joining us for another new episode of Revving the Word. Today, we are wrapping up our Project Stress Relief series with our friend and coach, Adrian Edge, who is going to be leading us in an active recovery workout where she will encourage us to focus on the heart of worship. And in this workout, she's going to invite you and me to move with gentle intention as we posture our heart and soul to worship the Lord. And can I remind us all what a gift it is to worship? That's why we're kicking off our Project Stress Relief Challenge with a night of worship. Whether you're in the challenge or not, you are invited to join us for a corporate worship night tomorrow, September 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to come together in community to prepare our hearts through praise and worship for the good work that God is doing through our community. And by the way, it's not too late for you to join us for Project Stress Relief. We believe that now is the time to get after the stress that's eating away at the abundant life Jesus came to bring us. So please consider joining us for the next 21 days as we help equip you with the tools you need to reset the worry and stress you're carrying around. You can swipe up to the show notes to join us for the challenge and get the link for the night of worship. We would love to have you join us for both of them. Be sure to share them with a friend who needs the message. And as always, thank you for being here. We love to be in and build community with you. We will see you soon in all the places, especially at our night of worship. Peace. Start the playlist in three, two, one. Hey friends, welcome to this episode of Revving the Word. I'm Adrian, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Today we're going to be doing an active recovery workout. It's important to take opportunities in our days to allow our bodies, our minds, and our spirits to recover, to reset. And so as you begin to move your body, however you're choosing to move, I just encourage you to take some deep breaths here. Fill those lungs with air. Reconnect to the breath of life that God breathed into your very body. Start to feel all the feelings in your body. Are there any areas that are kind of tight that might need a little loosening up? Are you feeling any pain anywhere? Your back, your hips? knees, any places that might need a little, a little extra love today, maybe some, some light massaging, rubbing, just release any of those little aches and pains now. We get so focused sometimes in just doing the next 
thing on our list, doing the next workout on our playlist, that we often forget that we need some attention to. We need some recovery. Just roll those shoulders forward. Roll them back a couple of times. Nothing super choreographed here, but I invite you to just take a moment to feel the feelings in your body and respond to them. Do you need to roll your ankles a bit? Do you need some water? <laughs> what do you need right now? So this is some gentle movement today, a gentle walk, a light jog, a gentle ride. You may not break a sweat today, and that's okay. It's important for us to have some intentional opportunities in our lives built in where we don't break a sweat. And where we don't put out energy, that's exhausting. Inhale through your nose and exhale it out. God is so good. We're going to be talking about worship today. We're going to be talking about worship and and what worship is and what it means and our response and God's response and all of the good things wrapped in to worship. Did you know that you were created to worship God? We oftentimes are searching for our purpose and searching for why why am I even here? That's the first starting point. Number one, we were created to worship the Lord, our God and Savior. So Heavenly Father, we come to you now, raising our hands and our hearts figuratively and perhaps literally in worship to you, Father, our creator, our provider, our sustainer, our way maker our healer. We give this time to you, Father, and we just ask that you do what you do. We ask that you do what you are famous for during this time. And may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. So friends, on a scale of one to 10, with this being an active recovery workout, I invite you to stay anywhere under a four, a four or under. Again, the goal here today is not necessarily to break a sweat 
to get in a quote unquote burn or a workout. It is just to move our bodies as we worship the Lord. And so I don't want us to be super focused on increasing intensity levels or anything like that. I want your mind to be focused on the Lord. He is so good. So again, let's try to keep our our pace and our intensity of how we're moving today. On a scale of one to 10, I want you from four and under. We're not standing still, (laughs) but we're not super duper revving the word today. You'll notice even the music is it's still lively and exciting, but it's a little chill. <laughs> and that's how I want us to be today. I want us to be a little chill because we are just so focused on our God. You know, I wanted to do something a little different for this episode. I want to focus on a hymn. I'm going to focus on a hymn, and I will offer you a scripture as well, but I want us to meditate on the lyrics of the hymn titled, I Love You, Lord. Those lyrics are, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. Rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. A lot of times we sing these old hymns in church or wherever we we go to worship the Lord. And we just sing hymn number 253 from our hymnal, and and that's it. But we very seldom take the time to actually read the lyrics that we are singing and really place ourselves in the position of the person who wrote those words. What were they feeling? What were they going through that prompted them to pin those words to the paper? Was this a hymn of adoration? Someone coming out of a blessing, giving God praise and thanks for it? Or was it perhaps someone who is going through a valley, a rough season, and they had to speak to their own heart? Tell it to worship the Lord. Which of those seasons do you find yourself in now? Are you in a season where God is just doing so many amazing things to you and the people around you, people that you love? Is he blessing you from the left and from the right? And you just want to turn that into praise and into worship. Or perhaps you're finding yourself in a season of great challenge, maybe some difficulty, 
maybe some loss, transitions, uncertainty, frustration, and all you can do is to lift your hands and just offer yourself in worship. You know, God doesn't mind us coming to him when we're depleted. He doesn't mind us coming to him when we're full. He just wants us to come to him. Psalm 103 and 1 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. I think it's interesting that this that this scripture doesn't say, Praise the Lord, O my heart. It doesn't say, Praise the Lord, O my spirit. It says, praise the Lord, oh my soul. What is it about our souls that needs that specific directive? Even the lyrics of the hymn, it says, oh my soul, rejoice. When I first was listening to the lyrics and when I sing the song a lot of times I automatically go to that space of rejoicing because of all of the great things that God has done and is doing and will do but it just dawned on me as I was preparing for this workout that sometimes we have to speak to our souls and we have to tell ourselves self I will praise him through this I will worship the Lord. Have you ever found yourself there? If we love the Lord, our hearts are automatically wanting to worship Him. Our hearts are there. Breathe in through your nose. Inhale out through your mouth at a nice steady pace of movement here. Our spirits, deep calls out to deep. Our spirits are connected with his spirit. And so our spirit wants to worship the Lord. But the scripture says, praise the Lord, my soul. What is the soul? The soul is that part of us that God created that has so much creativity. (laughs) This is truly where God's sovereignty, God's control, God's power has tension with our free will. He created us as free will beings, meaning we can make our own choices. He created us, but we have to make the choice to follow him and the choice to worship him. 
And that's a choice that has to be made every single day in every single moment. And he was very intentional about creating us that way. Our soul is comprised of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Think about it. It's the things that make you uniquely you. Those non-physical features that make you specifically who you are. That's our soul. And the Word of God is showing us examples of how we have to direct that part of ourselves intentionally to reach out for God. Our minds, it's a place where our thoughts happen, where our thoughts become our words, our thoughts become our actions. thoughts become our beliefs. What do we believe? What are we repeating over and over to ourselves about ourselves, about God, about how God feels about us, about how others see us? What are we repeating and what are we believing? Our, our mind is that place of our memories. What are we holding on to? Oh, my soul, rejoice. My thoughts, rejoice. What are you thinking about? What are you rehearsing over and over in your mind? Is it how amazing our God is? Is it awe and overwhelm with what He's done for you? What He's done through you? Are you holding on to memories that are hurtful? and memories that take you down a road or a path that's hard to come back from? Or are you holding on to the memories of how God brought you out of places that make no sense? Do you have a testimony of how God brought you out of a place? And it just makes no sense. It's only something that he could have done. That's what he's wanting us to place our minds on because in that place is where worship happens. We see who he is. We get a, a vision and a revelation and we pull from the experience of who he is and we offer it back to him. And we say, Oh my God, I fall to my knees in worship to you. So the song and the scripture is saying our thoughts, Oh, Lord, help my thoughts to praise you, my thoughts to worship you. So our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. Those emotions. Oh. Just nod your head. <laughs> 
nod your head if you're one in whom your emotions can take over sometimes. And when they take over, oh boy, (laughs) I know I'm not alone here. Inhale and just exhale it out. No shame here. God created us as emotional beings. God himself is emotional. He's an emotional God. The word says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. That means the Holy Spirit can grieve. You see several accounts in the Old Testament where the Israelites angered God. He gets angry. God is jealous for you. He wants all of you. And God is joy. He's peace. He's love. He's all of these emotions that we speak of. He has those same emotions. He is those same emotions. And yet for us, for humans, we have to tell our emotions that we will worship the Lord, our God. Speak to your emotions right now. What emotions are you feeling right now? What's in your heart? If you had to put a word to it, is it some form of happy? Sad, mad, lonely. What are you feeling right now? And if it's a positive emotion, that's awesome. I challenge you to lift it up to the Lord and use it to worship Him out of that positive emotion. If you're feeling happy and you're feeling joyous, you're feeling excited, offer that up to the Lord. Make your praise be happy, excited. And even if it's a negative emotion, I really don't think there are any negative emotions. There are just some that feel high and some that feel low. And so if you find yourself in that lower emotional place right now, it is okay. There's nothing wrong with feeling those feelings. But I encourage you to worship God through that emotion. If you're If you're sad right now, if you're angry, frustrated, fearful, it's when we allow those low emotions to impact our actions, to impact our thoughts, to impact our beliefs, that's where sin comes in. The the emotion and the feeling, that's not the sin. where we allow it to impact the way that we respond and treat others. And so take that emotion, that low emotion, and give it back to God and say, God, here's how I'm feeling. 
you already know anyway. Take it as a form of worship. Take my grief as a form of worship to you because I know that you're sovereign and I know that you have a plan. And whatever loss I'm feeling or experiencing, you knew this was going to happen. You have equipped me to press through. Whatever anger I'm feeling right now, God, you knew that I would be in this place and you have equipped me to release it to you. Whatever frustration it is, your steps have been ordered by the Lord. And as you acknowledge Him, He will make your path straight. And that will relieve that frustration. Whatever we need to relieve these low emotions, it's in the Father. But first we have to turn them over to Him in worship. You know, one of the things that I think is the most, like one of the biggest misconceptions about worship is that we have to, number one, do it in a particular place, that we have to be at church to worship, and two, that we have to have everything pulled together, everything in a nice, neat bow to present it back to God. Neither of those are true. You can worship right now as you're moving your body. Using your body in the way it was designed, that is worship. Allowing the Holy Spirit to take over your thoughts, to take over your emotions, to take over your will, that is worship. Offering those emotions up to the Lord and allowing Him to do whatever it is He wants to do with them, that is worship. And we don't have to have it all together. In fact, if we did, we wouldn't need him. So that's why the scripture says, I rejoice in my weakness (laughs) because that's where I'm paraphrasing here. That's where the Lord's power is made perfect through us in those weak places, the broken places that we have to hand over to him and say, God, you're going to have to fix this. And as I turn it over to you, I release it so that my hands can be open to worship you. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Replace that and say, oh, my mind. Rejoice. Oh, my emotions. Oh, my feelings. Rejoice. So our soul is made up of our mind, our emotions, and finally, our will. Oh boy, willpower. Our will, it's that part of us that causes us to do or not do. It's our desires, our motivations. It's a part that we can control and sometimes we can't. 
our soul, our mind, the thoughts, the things that we think about, our emotions, what we feel, and our will, what we do. Oh, my soul, rejoice. The way I respond is my will. What I say is my will. My facial expressions and body language, that's my will. Whether I do or don't do what the Lord is instructing me to do, that is my will. And we call it under submission right now to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Oh, my will. All of my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord. Oh, my mind. <laughs> All my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord. Oh, my emotions. All my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Make sure you're breathing here. And if it's safe for you to do, I challenge you to just lift your hands. You don't have to lift them high. Just I invite you just to bring them up and surrender. In worship. See our God big. See our God powerful. He's all powerful, omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. And He's omniscient. He is all knowing. He knows what's in our hearts. He knows our end from the beginning. And he sees you. He is here with you. He's there with you. Just as he's here with me. All at the same time. He's all powerful. He's working all things. Say to yourself, all things together for our good. That's Romans 8 and 28, that he works all things together for our good. For the glory of God. For his glory. You know, the second part of that hymn says, Take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Let our worship, let our praise, let the attention and the words and the adoration and the love that we are returning back to you, Lord, be a sweet, sweet sound 
in your ear. Psalm says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Make a joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. And come into his presence with singing. I don't know about you, but when I picture what this scripture is telling us to do, I smile. I smile. It encourages us to be joyful in our praise and joyful in our offerings to the Lord. And that may not always look like laughing and singing and and all of those things. There may be tears in our worship, but the joy should be deep in our hearts because we know who our God is. Our focus is on Him. And as we focus on Him, we can be assured that He will handle any and everything that we bring to Him. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Think about right now, what are some sounds that bring you joy? That it might be an odd question, but just think right now, what are some sounds that when you hear it, you immediately smile? There's lightness added to your day. To me, it's that moment right before bedtime when I hear my children say, good night, mommy. It's something of, it's something in their voice, <laughs> a little lilt in their voice that just melts my heart every time. What is it for you? What is the sweet, sweet sound that you could hear? Once you think about that sweet, sweet sound that makes you happy, think about the worship that we give to the Lord and how the song says, may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Think about how joy sounds to the one who is joy. Oh. Think about what gladness sounds like to the one who is gladness. That's what our worship turns into as you offer it up to him. You know, the great thing about worship is that as we lift it up to him, there is a holy exchange that takes place. This isn't why we do it, but this is a result of doing it. And it's found in Philippians 4 and 7. 
The exchanges and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, when we offer ourselves, when we offer our minds, when we offer our will, when we offer our emotions to the Lord in worship, that exchange is so beautiful. It's peace. If you ever find yourself in a position where you are unable to worship, you may find that in that place that you don't have peace. God says, give it all to me, sacrifice, worship unto me and the exchanges that I will give you peace. I will give you peace. Yes. And not just any peace. The peace that transcends all understanding. It's the peace that transcends all understanding that will guard your heart. Peace standing guard at the gate of your heart. Peace standing guard at the gate of your mind. Your soul will be guarded by the peace of Jesus Christ. How amazing is that? That is what happens when we worship. What could happen in your life if you would release everything over to our Father in worship and allow Him to exchange that for the gate of your soul. I encourage you to just lift your hands again right now and just recite the words of this hymn with me. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Can you relax your hands down? Take an inhale with me. Give me an audible exhale. <sighs> Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to worship you. 
thank you for giving us the chance to worship you, God. Father, you were so kind and so caring toward us that you exchange our worship for peace. And we just thank you for your peace. Father, we thank you that we've been able to turn this time of movement from just being exercised to being worship. We offer our bodies to you as living sacrifices. We surrender our will, surrender our minds, and we surrender our emotions to you, Father. And we ask that it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. That what we offer to you, Father, is pleasing to you. Thank you for giving us peace in our minds. And thank you for giving us peace in our hearts. We love you, Lord. Continue to be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. surrender